thought I had um, not recorded anything on the last bit. So there's a previous, um, the episode, the one right before this is um, we talk about going out and and praying for people with one of the youth students. I've never done that before, but I want to do it again. I want to do it every week. Um, Just teach them how to live that way, you know, whether they're in school, whether they're at the grocery store with their parents. They'll freak their parents out. (laughs) They start praying for the sick and their parents see some people get healed. It's like, whoa. I'm super excited. Um, Yeah, and it makes me think I should have been doing that a while ago taking kids out because it's different with kids than it is with adults it just it is man they'll just go for it like they're really not as scared or nervous and they don't have as many theological debates and (laughs) you just take them out and they go but anybody can do it (coughs) doesn't matter how long we've been a christian um whether someone's in their 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s anybody can learn how to go out and, and pray for the sick and and practice, you know, getting words of knowledge and sharing them and sharing the word with people, encouraging people, loving people. Um, it was a, um, yeah, I didn't want to go too long before recording another one of these. Um, there was a situation last night, Maggie had a really bad headache. It gets really bad. And, uh, so I just prayed for her. And it, it happened twice through the, um, through the night. There was, there was one time, um, we were basically just sitting and we were watching volleyball and then we were watching this preaching thing as well. And, um, she had a bad headache and, and yeah, I just prayed for her. I asked her if it had changed. She's like, not totally. And then I kept praying asked her for change again and then, and then she said yeah like it was it was better and then I think it was a couple of um, a couple of hours later um, came back and it was really bad she was just feeling sick like not good and um, she came she had this medication she went and grabbed this medication she has I think it's called Imitrex I'm not sure um <coughs> Uh, for like migraine stuff and um, I thought she had taken some you know and we were sitting there for a bit I just had a hand on her and I was just praying like it was really bad really bad headache and and all of a sudden like it was almost like it seemed like she thought I said something or I spoke to her or something and and she just poked her head up she was like yeah and I was like what's up and uh, she's like, it's better. It's mostly gone. And I was like, what in the world? Um, yeah, so that was very interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know what the deal was with that. Um, but yeah, to just to just pray um, in faith, I think in those situations, out loud, super important, super biblical. Um whether you see anything change or not, you know. Um, yesterday at a uh, restaurant, um, we went out to eat 
So it was like four couples. It was all of our young adult people. And, um, yeah, as soon as we walked in, I, I looked at these two guys behind us. And um, I just, I, both of them is, just felt strange. But the one guy, I looked at him, and one look at him, I was like, it just looked like he was demon-possessed, man. It looked weird. Like, he just looked like kind of creepy and crazy, you know? And uh, probably what would have been better to do is right away to just turn around, you know, and be like, hey, man, like, I just want to say Jesus loves you. And I would love to pray for you, man, because I feel like you might be going through something right now, you know? Is it okay if I pray for you? Um, Probably should have done that instead of waiting. But um, I basically waited, you know, like 20 minutes or whatever till they were like, leaving and the guy walked outside and the guy was limping too um you know and they kind of walked out separate from each other it was weird it's really you could tell it was just a weird relationship as these two guys like in their 50s maybe and I ran up to the guy I was like hey man I'm like this might be kind of weird but I'm like can I pray for you can I pray for your leg can I pray for if there's any pain in your body and overall just bless you just bless your soul man and um He's like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, I'm a Christian. And I was thinking, what? It was one of those guys where I was like, there's no way he's going to a church at all. You know? Um, so I just prayed for him. Just blessed him. I don't know. I don't know what I prayed. And it's um, like, God bless you, man. Have a good day. And his countenance was totally different. Even when I first approached him before praying. His countenance was totally different. It was weird. It was like a different guy from when we walked in, you know? Um, so I don't know what that was, man, but it was that, was, that was bizarre. I don't totally know what to think of that. It's, um, it's interesting with kids. Like I was around a lot of kids this weekend. I was in the the three to five room, so the three to five year olds at church, Maggie and I helped with that. And then there was another younger gal that was there, and then one uh, older lady who was the grandma of one of the kids there. She just stayed in the whole time. And yeah, it's it's interesting, man. You can see kids that like are okay, and kids that are not okay, even at that age. You know, I never really grew up around kids that much, and. I really think a lot of these things, like, there was a kid in there, totally, he'd be diagnosed with ADHD, ADD, whatever, you know, just crazy, but right away, it's like, you know, I saw his mom come in, and immediately, it's like, okay, there's some stuff going on at home, I could just tell, meeting her, like, you don't need to be a prophet to be able to, like, say hello to somebody and goodbye and be in in their presence for a second to be able to tell like yeah he's probably not getting a ton of attention at home so you don't get a ton of attention um or you're not acknowledged in some way and and you're not getting what the other kids are getting you it's it's going to be like talking about the kids that are okay 
it's going to be way different. And I, I think, um, you know, fetal alcohol syndrome, that stuff, that can have things to do with it as well. But I think so much of it is how we're raised. Like, our bodies are made to heal themselves. They're designed that way. Um, like, God made us that way. And, like, even in the whole process of of just raising kids, when we're being led by the Holy Spirit, it's different. It's way different, man. Um, because, yeah, it's like some of those kids, you can tell they're, they're pretty darn okay for kids. And some of them even just have this shine in their eyes, like they're just happy. And are they like that all the time? No, they're not like that all the time. They, I'm sure they're not. Um, they, they all need to get born again. They were born in sin. <laughs> um, but you can just tell right away, like a, a lot of that stuff. You know, it's it's from how they're raised in their in their home environment, and we think like, oh, it's medication, it's this or that. They need all these different things, um, when really it's like, man, they just need love. They need attention. They need love. They need moms and dads. They need people spending time with them, acknowledging them, seeing them, just being with them. Like, it's really interesting, man. It's really interesting to see. Um, and the parents, you know, the mental um, health condition of the parents, the condition of their soul, you know, is going to, the kids are going to show up like that, you know. So I just, yeah, it's it's really interesting. I think a lot of times we think like, oh, they're born with this or they're born with that, but really it's not. Even if there is something there, you know, through loving that child and and just being present and walking in the power of God as a parent, like, I think so much of that stuff can just get, you know, taken out and, and done away with by God's presence. Um, I don't have kids, but this is just, this is what I see. And I, I listen to sermons, you know, from other churches. Like, I listen to Todd White's church. and They're teaching kids that are, like, you know, really young. They're teaching them how to prophesy and how to pray for the sick. And these kids are going out and laying hands on the sick in public with their parents. And, and people are getting healed, you know. <coughs> and... They're getting prophetic words of knowledge and stuff like that. And I'm like, I think we just try to, a lot of times with kids, we try to get them to pray a prayer to get into heaven. As soon as they're at an age where they'll remember and they know what's going on. We get them to pray like the stupid prayer that we've made up, you know, I think within the last hundred years. Um, it's not even in the Bible at all. And we get them to pray this prayer um, out of our own fear as parents because we're worried our kid's going to hell because we don't understand, like, the covering we have over our kids. And um, I think it's a misrepresentation of our own relationship with God. If we're in fear 
trying to get our kids to pray a prayer because we're worried they're going to go to hell and we believe that them praying that prayer is what's going to get them into heaven. And we also believe that God's going to send a six-year-old to hell or a seven-year-old to hell or an eight-year-old to hell when they had no idea. He's not. He's not like that. He's good and he loves us. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like, we. I just think like, if we're, the kingdom of, Jesus talked about preaching the kingdom of heaven is here. Preaching about the kingdom of God. And, um, and repentance, like changing the way you think. It wasn't like pray this prayer and then you're in. It was like, you got to change everything in your life and you got to begin to live like Jesus and walk like he did if you want to follow him. Otherwise, you're not a Christian. You're not a Christ-like one. Um, we can we can go to church and this is what we teach kids a lot of times is you know, you go to church a couple times a week and you're good and you serve and you mop the floors or you help out in kids' ministry or you serve on the worship team and and that's what you got to do. Um, but it's like it's so much more than that. He wants everything. He's a jealous God. He wants everything. He wants our whole heart. There's a song. It's like, you can have my heart. You can have my heart. You can have every part of me. It's by Jarvis Campbell. It's so good, man. He wants it all. He doesn't want us listening to one bad song, watching one bad movie or one bad video. Like, he doesn't want that, man. When you keep your eye gate clean and you keep your ear gate clean and the things that you're feeding on are the things of God, man... You're going to see God in everything. You're going to see him way more than if you didn't. Why don't we see angels? Why don't we have prophetic dreams and prophetic words of knowledge? Why don't we hear God speaking to us clear as day? When your eye's good, your whole body's good. He wants the things that we're putting in us to be of God. And, and our bodies are made that way, man, where if if what we're putting in us is is not good and is skewing our perception and the way that we're seeing isn't clear, it's through a lens, it's through the lens of sin, it's through the lens of darkness, we begin to see maybe everybody's just kind of bad. Maybe God's not that good. This world's a dark place. Thank God Jesus is coming back soon. He's going to take us out of here. We stop seeing God in everything. I want to see Him in everything, every day. I want to see Him when I'm driving down the road. I want to see Him when I'm waking up in the morning. I want to see Him in the darkest places. I want to see what He's saying. I want to see what He's doing. Um, I want to be led by the Holy Spirit continually. Um, you call out to the Lord and He'll answer saying, here I am. In Isaiah 58 talks about that. Um, it's talking about fasting. 
but it also talks about the Sabbath. Not um, not pursuing our own pleasure on the Sabbath, not doing sinly stuff on the day of rest, or just not engaging in messed up stuff um, on a daily basis and resting in God's presence on a daily basis. In the Old Testament, it was very like cut and dry. Like, you know, like you take that one day, you follow the rules and you're good. But then in Hebrews, it talks about entering into this rest and how now we can enter into this rest that we could never enter into before because Christ has come and he's seated at the right hand of the Father and we have the Holy Spirit. And now we're in. We're, we're called God's children. Jesus talks about how we, we can know everything he's doing now. It's like, I don't, I don't call you servants. Um, he's calling them brother and sister. He's calling them friends. Because the servants don't know what their master's doing. But he's telling us plainly now what he's doing. <laughs> it's just good. So, yeah, I think that might be all all I have. But I hope this was encouraging to you guys. Um, the enemy wants to discourage us. The enemy wants to tell us we can't do it. The enemy wants to tell us the people around us can't do it. They'll never get it. God's not thinking that way. God's excited about the life of everyone. He's optimistic about the life of everyone in Christ. He believes everybody can be so free and know Him and and live life in His presence, to walk in Him, to walk in step with Him, to live a life of obedience, to live a surrendered life, a yielded life, um, to not go their own way, but to go His way, to not think about themselves, but to think about others and esteem others higher than themselves. Um, God believes we can do it and and we got to believe it too. Not just for us, but for everybody around us. Not getting frustrated, not having little resentments, not having little disagreements or things and all that. Stuff goes on, if stuff's weird, people people do something where you feel agitated, you feel upset, you pray for them, you bless them. Bless them, you bless them, you bless them, and you speak life over them. And uh, you don't let that stuff sit in your heart at all. So, yeah. God bless you guys.